internal struggle of I like this person, but I find out that he's a vampire, so I'm struggling on whether or not I should be in a relationship with him. I love him, but he's constantly pulling away from me. That's dramatic. That's drama that I don't like. I don't like movies with this whole love triangle thing because obviously Jacob was in love with her or not necessarily in love with her, but he liked her. That was his friend, which... You know, and we had this conversation before about men developing friendships with women and developing romantic uh, feelings for them when no female does not have romantic feelings for the man. Okay, fine, whatever. And then this mysterious man comes in from out of nowhere who's absolutely <laughs> repulsed by the mere scent of you, but you fall in love with him anyway because you have to figure him out. I don't... That, that's the, the teenage drama feel type story that I am not a fan of. So that is why I don't like Twilight. You about to hate Ms. Marvel. That's all that is, is recycled Twilight. Okay, we're going to hold on to that quote. Welcome everyone to ATS. All things super. You didn't get me because I can guarantee you that Miss Marvel is not going to follow the same storyline as Twilight. There will be a friend. There will be a friend that's in love with somebody, and she's gonna be in love with somebody else. But it's not framed as a drama. It ain't a comedy. I can tell you that she punches somebody in the face. Okay, but this is going. It's going to... This is besides the point. Welcome to ATS. All things super. This is our <laughs> weekly podcast where we review everything related to the superhero genre and we ask, is it super? I am one of your hosts, Spider. I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. VIP, Frank in Washington. How are you doing, I don't think my wife agrees with any of those terms that she uses. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you are a man. <laughs> she can at least agree with that one. Any, any, of, any of those terms that she uses. She will not agree to those at all. But I appreciate it. What up, world? How y'all doing? <laughs> but yes, we bring this show to you every week, sometimes multiple times a week, uh, where we recap, review... Uh, all superhero movies, TV shows. We even do trailer reactions. As well. Find us on YouTube. You can find us on podcast services around the world. You can find us on uh, at AT Pod. Reach out to us in any one of those formats. But this week, we are going to be talking about in the in the in the comment. Yeah, you go tell me a comment. And subscribe and stuff. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. That's gonna that's gonna be later in the oh. show. Bad. I'm excited. I'm new at this, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> but this week we are going to be talking about the DC animated film Batman Hush. Okay. So before we get into talking about anything, I know we kind of waited a little while last week when we had our episode, we were talking about the Batman. So we're going to kick it off and we're going to let you know if you have not seen Batman Hush, we are going to getting into spoilers about the film, which I'm been out for almost three years now. So here we go. So hopefully if you wanted to see it, you will have seen it, but if you have not seen it and you're interested in it, 
maybe this will kind of get you more interested and you might want to go watch it so you can hear or at least listen to what we thought about uh but also there may be some the batman spoilers in this episode as well uh because the batman is kind of what led us to talking about batman hush so just giving you a forewarning before you listen to this episode and you can't be like i didn't know they were gonna be talking about the batman in this too yes we will be bringing up the batman so if you have not watched the batman if you have not seen batman hush this is your warning there will be spoilers have not watched either of those go watch it come back listen to the episode i might spoil everything for you ever i'm probably worse than tom holland i can't because i don't know where it's gonna go <laughs> So Sorry. just just be forewarned. Spoiler warning for everything. If you haven't if you have if you haven't seen Moon Knight yet, spoilers for Moon Knight. I feel like we are I feel like we've already established that a, a prediction comes true. A prediction proven true is not a spoiler. It just means that you are right. Hmm. You can't put a spoiler warning on something that hasn't come out yet. Oh, let's start the tally. Let's see how and, many I get right, how many I get wrong. But then the thing about it is, even with superhero movies or comic based, comic book based mediums, your movies or TV shows, they're drawing from a source material. So you can say spoilers, I, but to anyone who's read the comics, yeah, I don't, you know what like, I'm, not, I'm not calling somebody a real fan, a fake fan. You throwing out these terms, you're going to start offending people. I watched every single Batman movie since Batman 66. You saying I'm not a real fan because I didn't read the comic books? In somebody's opinion, not in mine. <laughs> I mean, you said a real fan. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I was a kid and I ain't have it. <laughs> so, if I, I was one of those guys that looked over your shoulder and read because, you know, you got a comic and I want to see. Did you get mad you when they turned the page before you were finished? Sometimes, but I realized my position. <laughs> me being intimidating. You realize how intimidating that is? Somebody reading over your shoulder? It's like, come on, man. That was him. So I didn't catch every episode, you know? And sometimes when I would go to the library, I have eyes and ends of comics. So... I may pick up here and pick up there, but never really a complete series. I know I, I try to follow a couple storylines and couldn't keep up. I mean, let's be honest, all things super, we're talking about a, a massive library of storylines and uh, illustrations, right? multiverses and iteration of multiverses. And we were having a conversation earlier about superheroes and their density and all the, the abilities and how it was leveled and Marvel has a hierarchy and DC has a hierarchy and you know how Superman's the top but then you got people like Sentry that's some may say could mop the floor with Superman you know Sentry right? Of course you do there you go no you do show the people like that we know that you know the century is. 
<laughs> he has a huge S on his belt. Hmm. Keeps up. Keeps that shit down here. <laughs> Superman, Superman with that shit on his chest. Right. He's like, nah, stay down here. Let let these show. Anyway, gotta talk about Hush Spider. Hush yeah. your mouth, Frankie. I got you. Damn, dude, that's impressive. Uh, Batman, Hush. I'm going to do this. I'm going to not spoil. After I said all that, that I said, I'm going to not spoil. Hush for you. <laughs> I can't tell you what Spider going to do, but I'm going to tell you, Mr. VIP Frankie Washington is going to do his darndest not to spoil it for you because this is not going to be, I don't know why you'll be writing a paper on Hush, but, you know, maybe comic books hit college and we're ahead of our time. Okay, so I'm going to do my best. I don't know what spoiler I'm mean, gonna try to go do. I don't know. <laughs> spoiler already. So chances are he's gonna spoil it for you. I'm not. This is a review episode of a movie that's been out for almost like we should not have to hold. Mm. Go for it, buddy. But so initial thoughts. I like the movie. I thought it was mm. I thought it was pretty good. Um for me, because <clears throat> I'm not caught up on all things DC animated as far as the movies go, I don't know. I know that there are some of the movies that are interconnected, the whole DC animated universe. Were uh, a couple of parts of the movie where, because obviously this is not the beginning of Batman's career or Batman's or I'll say Bruce Wayne's tenure as Batman, because you have Nightwing in the movie, Batgirl's in the movie, uh, Robin as Damian Wayne in the movie, so that means he's already been through Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, so he's been Batman for a while. Um, but there are, there were just a couple of things in the movie where they referred to or alluded to some things that happened in the past that I was not familiar with. Um, here's where the spoilers come in. One of the things, one of the things oh, being <laughs> Lex Luthor being a probationary member of the Justice League. I'm like, okay, well, when did that happen? So obviously, this is not a self-contained movie where this is just a storyline that is contained and hush. Okay, so looking beyond that, because my knowledge of, like I said, prior DC animated movie isn't extensive. Know the whole back catalog of everything that happened previously in films. But <clears throat> the reason I suggested we talk about Batman because after I saw the Batman, I was watching some other uh, YouTubers and other content creators doing breakdowns of the Batman, talking about one particular scene in the Batman, showing some, uh, I guess, footage of what happened with Bruce Wayne's parents. And thinking of Batman, again, spoilers, is that Thomas Wayne reached out to Carmine Falcone to intimidate a reporter because the reporter was doing research into Thomas and Martha Wayne's affairs. More specifically, that Martha Wayne was admitted to a asylum because having its friend having Thomas one 
like Martha that information out. So he reached out to Carmine to intimidate the reporter. Wasn't intimidated, and Carmine ended up killing that reporter. So the content creators that I was watching, uh, and while they're reviewing this information in Batman clips of or not clips, but photographs of the and different places where it was. One of the images that shown was talking about Carmine killing the reporter at the picture of the reporter, large capital letter across the report. Hush. Right. Oh, content creator was saying that this was pulled from the comic book storylines that character of Hush comic books was the grandson of that report. Okay, so I did some digging into the actual comic book storyline and so at least from my understanding of what I've seen, that information is entirely accurate. And so from the comic book storyline, the character who portrayed Hutt was perceived to be Thomas Elliot, a friend, a childhood friend of Bruce. Could have been. Well, I mean, I guess it could have been a grandson of the but it was never alluded to comic books that Thomas Elliot. But so, anyway, watching the, the, the content creators talk about this gave me uh, an inkling to watch Batman Hush just to see if that information paired up with what the comic book storyline said versus. Uh, long story short, it didn't. You did an audit on the movie? I had to do my research. <laughs> I had to do my research. Oh I can't. I can't God, just jump. I can't just jump into it without knowing what I'm getting into. I understand. This is why Pluto is no longer a planet. <laughs> it's actually a dwarf planet, which isn't considered to be a real planet. I mean, bullshit. Let Pluto be a planet. Hashtag Let Pluto be a planet. Don't do that. <laughs> You go have the scientific world angry with us. Come after me, NASA. No, we don't want NASA smoke. <laughs> we don't want that. Uh, satellites all above my apartment. No, but uh, phone reception is bad now. <laughs> we need no more extra satellites in the area. No, um, so the the story in and of itself, I thought it was pretty interesting. Wait, 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 wait! You saying the people that did the movie who mm-hmm. threw the Easter egg in there deliberately to throw the Easter egg in there failed to do their research? I'm not saying that they failed to do their research. I'm just saying that they probably alluded to something, um, and they wanted to make their own connections because that's what the movies do. MCU does the same thing. It throws into uh, they, they 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 take inspiration from the comic books and they create their own yes. stories and they basically branch thank off. Thank God they do that, and thank God they do that. Honestly, because some of the don't get me wrong, some of the storylines in the comics are great. Some of them weird. Mm-hmm. Some of them are borderline. We should never see that. Right. And for those who read the comics, we know. <laughs> um, but it's cool to see them take a family-friendly approach, but, you know, like all things, they have their dark sides, and that's what makes those comics and those characters great. Always interesting to see how far Disney pushes this, because 
holding on to those R-rated heroes, uh, they're gonna they're gonna need a place to play. And uh, let's say when they go into Funland, Funland burns down when they're leaving. <laughs> and that's what we love about those characters. Yeah, it could be a possible setup for something in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you? I'm, I'm sorry, I was actually interrupting you. So you go ahead and finish your your breakdown. Uh, but no, there's no problem. Um, but basically, the movie I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Um, and it's just the whole thing about we're frozen. I wish it would stop pointing out because it's not frozen on my end. So in the video. We're frozen right now. In the, video, in the video, when they see this, no one's going to be frozen. It's going to look like you're a crazy person talking about something that's not happening. Anyway. <laughs> see, that? see that? We were frozen. We weren't frozen. No. You were just keeping huh. very still. Your hands. <laughs> you cannot hold your hands still enough. In order for us to have the illum- uh, the illusion that you're frozen, just watch his hand shake. Just watch the cup. That's what you gotta do. I'm no longer frozen now. <laughs> Welcome back. We had some technical difficulties, and uh, we're good now. So, Spider, you might want to recap your uh, your your closing remarks because. How did we get to closing remarks? <laughs> you just cut off. I don't know, man. We were frozen. <laughs> we just got. I back. cannot. I cannot with this. What? Cannot with this. So, what part of the show are we on? Is it the beginning? <laughs> know where you want to take? Yeah. Where we froze at? <laughs> but uh, welcome back, guys. <laughs> We're frozen for a second, mm-hmm. and I don't know what y'all missed. So, Spider, take it away. Are we frozen? Are we frozen again? No, we're not frozen again. I can't. Oh. And not with this. Anyway. So here, here's my thing that I don't understand, and maybe you can shed some light on this for me. So, <clears throat> turns out that Hush is actually the Riddler. Oh my god! Spoiler, man. <laughs> Spoiler, man. Okay, do your thing. Do your thing, baby. Spoiler for the masses. Did I not? Preface this no, entire conversation. You know people watch this. You know they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, Spider! You could have, you could. I was gonna watch it, man." Did I not preface this entire conversation before I even started talking about the movie? That you do you do? Be great, man. Am I not coming through or something? Are you not hearing <laughs> what I'm saying? Because I feel like the things that I say are not. Getting to your ears. Um, gotcha. I got me in trouble. See, I got me in trouble. I got me in trouble. 
Is that a Fort Wall break? Is this whole show a Fort Wall break? I mean, we've talked to the audience plenty of times. Fifth Wall break? There's no fifth. Left in a, left you in a tesseract. Some more walls, more size to break. It's a tesseract. It's a ceiling break. I wish we could. I wish we could edit something right here with a tesseract in my hand. We don't, we see. We don't have the budget for that. Copy that. <laughs> So this is what I'm asking. This is what I'm asking. Because I don't feel like... There's a couple things that I don't feel like was fully explained in the movie, which I'm pretty sure was probably explained more in depth in the comic book. Because, of course, you have multiple issues of a comic book. have a certain... Um, One of the things was... So... All right, so Bruce Wayne goes to Metropolis in order to find out more information. Goes to Metropolis, he goes to the Daily Planet because, of course, Batman, which I feel like if you want to be Batman and you are trying to keep your secret identity a secret, he went to, I don't know why Bruce Wayne went to the Daily Planet to have this interview with Lois. Obviously, at this point, and Clark can't know that Bruce was Batman. So I'm guessing, I don't know, he had an interview with her. But my whole thing was. In Hush? What? In Hush. Yes. Yeah, they did kind of. Yeah. So it's like, if, if you want to keep your secret identity a secret, just have Batman show up in Metropolis. You don't need to have Bruce Wayne make an appearance too, because I feel like then people would put together, oh, well, Bruce Wayne is Metropolis. Batman is a metropolis. Batman is never in metropolis. Wayne is never in metropolis. Hmm. There seems to be some kind of connection there. But and you know what the answer is? Comic books. <laughs> can, I, can, can I get a? Can I get a something there? We don't have the budget. Have the budget. Copy that. But so. Need to show. Like and subscribe button so we can get rainbows. <laughs> And Tesseracts. <laughs> but the framing of these two scenes where Batman goes to Metropolis, Bruce Wayne goes to Metropolis, he talks to Lois and Clark at the Daily Planet, and then in almost the very next scene, maybe a, uh-huh. maybe two scenes later, we see that Superman is now mind-controlled by Poison Ivy. Now, <sighs> did I miss something? Did I miss some type of confrontation where Poison Ivy got a hold of Superman? Like, it was just a, a, like an extreme jump in a series of events to where this happened. Ooh-wee, Spider! It was not... Wow! What? The measuring stick is high! Oh my god! Okay, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just asking a question. Did, did I did I miss did I miss something? Did I miss that? I I'm, all I'm asking is did I miss something? Yeah, well, you said it. You said it's uh, 
You absolutely just said it. You said they can have the ability to tell a story longer in the comics versus condensing it into a palatable, you know, time runtime for a movie. So you did explain yourself. I'm not saying that you didn't. But man, those standards. That's ever is there. How that is, is how is that <laughs> how is that high died. standards for just wanting explanation as for how we got from one scene to the next? Hey, overall, did it hurt the movie or did it help the movie as I, far as pace? Because we're talking about pacing. Okay, I. In my opinion, I say that it, it hurt the movie because I feel like that if you're watching the movie and you're looking for a logistical timeline of events, that you see an introduction of Clark Kent, which is the establishing shot that we're in Metropolis, Superman is in Metropolis, and now we just go from Clark Kent being at the Daily Planet to now Superman has being mind controlled by Poison Ivy. When did when did Superman when did Superman and Poison Ivy interact? How did Poison Ivy get into an altercation with Superman? How did Poison Ivy get the best of Superman? It's I understand that we don't want to have an entire fight between Poison Ivy and Superman, but if there was just some like example of while, because they showed the scene of Bruce Wayne and Lois Lane kind of going off to have their, their meeting, their talk or whatever. And it could have just been a scene of Clark going to the water fountain or the water cooler within the Daily Planet, drinking some water, and you just see his eyes turn green. And that's like, boom, Poison Ivy did something with the water. She did something with the cup. You see her like kind of slinking off in the background, just in the shadows of something, and she walk off. That, like, maybe a three-second just clip just to show... How she um, made, how she got control over Superman, but um, there was nothing to the contrary to show how that happened. Um, All I'm saying, I am going to say objection, Your Honor. Okay, objection. Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotta call you on this one, sir. Okay, I see you brought the guns to the show too. By the way, the the ladies appreciate that. I'm going to say, not only was that information in the movie, that's why I'm asking you. Did I miss something? I, I'm, I, yeah, you, you clearly would sleep at the helm because all this was alluded to, if not understood. Now, some of the answers actually in your your part that you used earlier when you said uh, they knew each other were well established. We're past Batman's intros. We're past Superman's intros. We're in Justice League territory now. Right. Again. Everybody's establishing a career of crime fighting. So, uh, without spoiling the movie... I'm already spoiling uh, the movie. Why are you holding back spoilers? Because <laughs> I love the people. But <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. Spoil the movie, man. Sorry, <laughs> right, y'all. Um, Tisha, who shall be remain nameless, the, the villain of the movie... Uh, they alluded to the whole plot of what was going on and he said in his dialogue how he was able to access said events it gave him superior intellect 
and wherewithal to know how to get Batman. Not only did he know how to get Batman, he knew who Batman was. Which I also have a so, problem with. Can you? Oh, that's how the Lazarus Pit worked. Does it? Does it? Does the Lazarus Pit give you a more supreme intellect or a higher understanding of things that are going on in the world? Exactly what they said in the movie. But in what fact, I'm saying, that, but the thing about is, when has that ever been the case any other time the Lazarus Pit has been used? You just said it takes storylines and then they twist it and tell their own story and thank God for that because if not, we will be watching the same stories over and over. Standards is high, man. <laughs> so, which one do you want? Do you want cookie cutter from the comics, or you want the core elements and story beats, and then change the narrative in a sense to tell a different story? I'm not saying that I want cookie cutter. So this my- is how you get sparkling vampires, okay? Because you put your own little spin on it and take it a different place, and some people appreciate that, and some people. So- as a person who has admitted that they are not familiar with the rest of the DC animated properties, I'm asking you... Oh, I'm not coming from you! No, I'm, but I'm asking you as a person who has seen more of the... I'm asking you as a person who has seen more of the DC animated properties. Is this referenced in any other title? No. So my my question none, is none that I'm aware of. None okay. that I'm aware of. Okay. So it's just I understand that at the end when the it's not spoiling anything, when the antagonist <laughs> is monologuing and saying how you he know, man, gave, listen to it on good audio, they can hear you who you said, but I know I they can. I don't know why you can't hear it for whatever reason. But I don't wanna hurt the people. Love being hurt. If we're prefacing the entire episode <laughs> that we're giving spoilers. Anyway, so when the Riddler is explaining that he went into the Lazarus pit and he gained this who knowledge. In the video, I put a heart up and said, I love you in like soft letters. This is for my audio listeners because I love them too. Love y'all. Go ahead and spoil it for him, Spider. You know how you do it. I've already, I've already spoiled it. I've given away the end of first seven times, in the first fifteen minutes. So I don't understand why it's a problem now. So it's always been. <laughs> if the Riddler <clears throat> has this knowledge now, I understand he knows what it takes. To, he he knows what it takes to get to Batman. He knows who's Batman. He knows who Batman is. I'm not saying that they didn't explain how it happened. I'm just saying that there was no visual representation as to how it happened. I know that there was the kryptonite lace lipstick that Poison Ivy used in order to get Batman. Yes. I mean, in order to get Superman. Yes. But what I'm saying is yes. that. They never showed the initial interaction as to when Poison Ivy got a hold of Superman in order to get a hold of him. That's what I'm asking for. 
What? So you just want more. You just want more fights. You just want. I don't. Action. I don't need it to be an entire fight. There's runtime to be, man. Be I don't. Four. I don't need it to be an entire fight. It doesn't have to be a fight because if it was a fight between Superman and Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy would lose because Poison Ivy wouldn't be able to get close to Superman. So that's why it had to be something that was subterfuge. She had to sneak on him some kind of way. If she just happened to run on the run into Clark Kent on the street and happened to just plant a kiss on him, just out of blue, that's uh, like I say, that's like a three-second scene. You're saying that there should not have been ever an iteration where <laughs> Superman should have been subdued, right? I'm not saying that. that I'm not saying... Days. How do you know that Lois and Clark are not in an open relationship? Hmm? You see how Batman just strolled in there into the Daily Planet? Superman was just letting this woman leave with Batman and all hugged up with Bruce Wayne? He wasn't even mad about it. Why? Because he, he was. was. You saw the face that he. You, if you saw the face that he put on, he was like, "Oh, what if I bought the Daily Planet? I thought about buying a newspaper. What if I bought the Daily Planet? Then you both would work for me." Right. You saw the look that Superman had right. on his face. Superman was like, yeah, but you heard oh, what? She was like, just. She was just like, you know, breaking people off a little change. We straight, you know what I'm saying? Because she was already getting that Batman anyway. And then, you know, Superman gonna dip over there by Poison Ivy. She just gonna happen to have that lipstick on because Hush, they had already established, remember Harley Quinn? They had already established that Hush was working with Poison Ivy anyway and actually had a fertilizer bomb in case she tried to act crazy to keep her in check. So I'm pretty sure she used, he used the pheromones mixed with the kryptonite piece that he most likely got off of Luther because everybody know Luther got a little pocket of kryptonite. Anyway, it's very known that it, it's what gives him cancer. And for that storyline that you were saying, when that happened, I think it was back in the DC animated universe when Lex had caught cancer from carrying a piece of kryptonite all the time. Mm-hmm. Radiation caught up to him, <clears throat> and he was sneaking to create an Ultron type of body for himself and become immortal. So what ended up happening was the android came about uh, and started mimicking everyone's powers. Huge problem for the Justice League. Um, or maybe I'm confusing the storylines, but this is how I remember it. I don't know. I don't know what could be altering my memories. Android started adapting everybody's powers. This is in the Justice League animated series. You can go back. It's awesome. Awesome little series. And um, anyway, everybody had to fight him. He ended up leaving because nobody was going anyway. That outspoiled that because that's older than this movie. Um, and then I think Lex had to end up finding another suit or something so he could leave. And then, like, an alien invasion came or something, and he ended up helping them, or Infinite Worlds or something like that. And, yeah, he became, like, a Justice League member because he was actually very important in saving the universe or multiverse, or, you know, how these stories go. It's amazing. It was incredible. And you should have been a part of it, Spider, but you was busy on Everest What's your standards? That's just ah, it's a bird ah, <laughs> in the wilderness. 
I'm finished, man. Go uh-huh. ahead. Keep chopping it up because apparently you didn't like it. Because, <clears throat> you know, you didn't get your two, three scenes of Superman back in that poison ivory viney house. And it was like, you know what it is. Let me in here before I laser beam all these plants. She liked it. So you don't know the relationship. I'm going to just say that. You don't know if it's open or closed. I would say that it's not. Because if you want to talk about the scenes that refer to the information as to how we figure out that Hush is working with Poison Ivy, when Superman catches Lois after Catwoman pushes off the roof of the Daily Planet, he wipes the lipstick off of Superman's mouth and she looks at him like, what is this? And he's like, I was blacked out when that happened. She said, I would hope so. So that just goes to show you that they don't have an open relationship. She She's not approving of him kissing another woman. <laughs> Maybe. He says maybe. See, <laughs> I can't, I can't do this with you. But no, this is just those are like the only, the only couple of things that just it did not ruin the movie for me. Is just on my wish list of things that I would have liked to see. I would have liked just of them interacting had been included just to be able to get from one scene where we see Clark is fine to the next scene where we see that Superman. I just like to see something in between that. I like the fight. I like the way that, and it's a trope that they've used. What if it was a a kryptonite infused? I mean, a kryptonite case bullet with the pheromones infused that was shot no, Hust was sniping people <clears throat> beginning. He sniped right. Batman off the line. He was sniping. Uh, Great way to open a the movie, by the way. Great way to open a movie. Fucking hurt Batman? It's horrible. Listen, this shows you. Batman almost died. This shows you that this is a credible threat. Like this is a person who really poses a threat to Batman. You can't. How how else am I supposed to know that this villain really means business if they can't take Batman down? First of all, he ain't take nothing down. It was a cowardly move to shoot the man lying out. But as he swings, that's kind of you're 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 a buster for that one. But. Face to face to face. But think about the, and that's a, that's also that's also a, a, another thing I want to ask you about. Mention this first, but you take if someone who does not know the storyline of the comic book, someone who's watching this movie with fresh eyes, like, oh, this is a, I like Batman. Uh, I like Batman. I don't like you say I don't have the resources to go out and read every single comic book uh, storyline that they have, but I know that Batman movie movie so they're relatively unaware of who hush is you see batman he's chasing catwoman they're having that whole cat and mouse chase thing because of the relationship that they have batman swinging out the catwoman so he gets sniped out of the air right first of all what kind of villain has that kind of accuracy to shoot a line which is probably about this thick while he's swinging through the air Use Batman out of the sky. And then Batman is down. Like, Batman is visibly down. Like, oh, shit. 
it's about to get crazy because there are very few people that can hurt Batman. So it's like, all right, now I'm invested. What's going to happen? So I'm not saying that it's great for Batman. I'm saying it was a great way to open up the movie because now I'm sucked in. I want to know what is about to happen now because Batman is a man. And we, like we've talked about in the Batman when he's fucking gliding uh, through the city, he clips the bridge. He's down on the sidewalk, clips the bridge, hit a truck, rolls on the sidewalk, pop right back up. He's going off about his business. This is a man who can take a hit and get back up and keep going. But yeah, this... Ju- juicing. <laughs> I mean, he, showed you, he showed you his juicing in the movie. He pulled that thing out of the side of his leg. Like, I'm not about to just kill me out here in these streets. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I think I'm down. About to get this last little burst of energy. And go, what, what Wolverine go? Ballistic? Yeah. So I mean, he gonna go batistic <laughs> on every... Trade with my mark and copy, baptistic <clears throat> on these enemies and uh, <laughs> go home and, and detox. But is that I, I, I thought? It was, I thought it was no. I understand what you're saying, but that was the start of the movie. It just I it like. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, the show was rated PG-13. So, uh huh. <laughs> hey kids, you like violence? <laughs> First three minutes of the movie, Batman got a fractured spine or a fractured skull. He just right on the pavement. But yes, there was real weight to this one. Yes. Yeah. So I I appreciated that. That was a good way to get you sucked into the story and just kind of invested into what's going to happen next. Um, <clears throat> my thing about how and Batman said it in the movie was that when they're chasing all of these different villains around Gotham Riddler robbed a bank or robbed an arm and they corner him in an alley and Batman has a suspicion that that's the Riddler is either under the influence of somebody or he's basically he's acting out of character because the Riddler doesn't just commit a crime. The Riddler does something and then he leaves riddles behind for Batman to try to figure it out. He doesn't just do something. And so Batman had this kind of inkling that the Riddler either, like I said, either was not the Riddler or was, it was under the control of some influence type of stuff. And so the Riddler, for the most part, is a physically non-threatening villain of Batman, right? The Riddler, the Riddler is the one to have. Hey, where are you going with this? What are you? What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that the Riddler typically has is he has henchmen to fight Batman, and then he sets traps for Batman. For the most part, Riddler is not going to get into a toe-to-toe fight with Batman. Yes, physically, typically. he is not the. Uh... He doesn't fare well. Right. So, and this goes back to my question about what the Lazarus you pit know, actually this does. Was, uh, it clearly beefed him up. Because right. Because Hush was a big guy. Hush, uh, yeah, Hush, Hush was a big dude. So, and 
was it the Lazarus pit that beefed him up or was it the fact that because because there's really no timeline that was set as to when he went into the Lazarus pit and how long he's been out since he gained this knowledge about who Batman is and how to be able to take him down. There, because- is, some, there is some time jumps, yes, because when Bruce Wayne, um, excuse me, Batman did get hurt, he was down for some time. They did put him in the hospital. He did have surgery. He was down. They even alluded to that. And Alfred came in and said, doctor said you're supposed to still be in bed for another couple of weeks. And Batman's response was, not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my dad, Alfred. You should know better than to try to tell me what the hell to do because I'm going to do what I want. But so- I'm going to make me a sandwich <laughs> before I have to get ballistic in this bitch. <laughs> ballistic. Ballistic. One of those. Con- copyright both of them. I'm trying to get us Bat- paid. Ballistic and trying bat- to get us. But no, See, so the world will know. Spider not doing the paperwork, so we go miss Batlistic. <laughs> Gotta do it now, because that's somebody really get it. I'm not about that's we'll talk about that later. But no, my cause my thing is that of course, regardless of how supreme your intellect is, whether it was before or after you go, you would still need some time in order to put this entire plan into place. In order to get all of these uh, the resources when they was doing the monologue, it was he was dragging the Joker and he had set traps and yeah, yeah. I'm saying I know that I know that it took time for them to do all of this. So I'm saying I don't know if it was the Lazarus Pit that bulked him up or if he just after he knew all of this and he knew what it was that he wanted to do, he went so in the gym. Hitting the routine, right? <laughs> he gave his own routine, started drinking his protein oh, shakes. All knowledge people is like, you know, let's be healthy. So, you know. He could have uh, he could have bumped himself up. But possibly. And 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 to that, he got to the point to where at the end of the movie he actually went toe to toe with Batman. He was actually about to well, I won't say he was about to kill Batman. But for the most part, he was holding his own up against Batman until Catwoman freed herself yeah. and she joined into the but that's something that the Riddler is not known for. So my question is, is it something that that's the Lazarus Pit that did, or if it's something that he just, he trained himself how to fight and poked himself up while he was putting this action? Comics, we need the rainbow. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you know, it's like it's a surprise so we can get the rainbow and a Tesseract. Um, because... That's, that's that's in the movie as well. I mean, I mean, it's not, but it is. Again, it's a spin on the Lazarus Pit. Has it done it before? Not that I know of. It did it in this movie, and I liked it. I liked the fact that it, because the Lazarus Pit to me was always intriguing. In fact, I was having a conversation with the missus about the Lazarus Pit, and she was like, okay. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So thank God for this show. Anyway, so the conversation went, you know, if I was to do a story, it would actually center around. And if I'm right and they ever do this, great. If I'm wrong and they never do it because I said it, I'm sorry. So that's a a tundra that you guys could play around with because I think I said it backwards. Anyway, 
My story was that Batman would actually use the Lazarus Pit. Yes, Batman, the guy that don't want to use the Lazarus Pit, but understands that he needs to use the Lazarus Pit because his city has not gotten better. It's actually getting much worse. Now, I do know this for the Lazarus Pit. It borderlines on the line of insanity um, because I do believe it does give you knowledge over the eons because it's as old as the Tesseract. <laughs> but it's old, old. It's, 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 it's ancient and people that use it are immortal and they use it for immortality. So they go in there and they take a bath and it's been known to even bring the dead back to life. Right. Um, which can go either way. It can go bad or it can go good, which they kind of try to allude to in Batman versus Superman with Lex Luthor bringing the cadaver of uh, General Zod in and it ended up being Doomsday. It was right. a total... But those waters that he was in was supposed to be transported from the Lazarus Pit. Um, so it has a lot of healing properties, knowledge being one of them. So, but my story was be Batman has to use the Lazarus Pit, which he, again, would not do, nor want to do. He's fought Ra's al Ghul, Lazarus Pit owner, many a time and seen the effects of it and it's not always good effects when it dries out you it, almost like a drug you have to keep going back to it or of course you'll die so it'll be interesting to see how time would play a part into that storyline but again he has to use it because gotham has just gotten worse like the criminals are just kind of taking over and the storyline will be battling the insanity that's going too far because we all know batman has a cold him regretting having to do it and him understanding that he had to do it. But you know, that's a drama for you, so that might not be something you into. I digress. So moving on is what I'm saying. The Lazarus Pit has a, a bunch of properties. Um, I don't know if the first character hit the gym, but I do know health is wealth. So. I, I, oh, sorry for my audio people. I uh, flexed my bicep, which is actually really small. But I just thought it would be inspiring. So. There you go, Spider. What you got? Tear it down, man. Burn it all. Burn it I mean, all. That's, that's all I got. That's all I got. Apparently, my standards are too high. They're, they're, they're my efforts high. <laughs> Hey, man, we're talking about Batman. We're talking about Hush. Listen, if I got to give you the Mr. VIP opinion about it, let me go ahead and wrap it up to you. It was a good movie. And I didn't say that you said it wasn't. Don't come for me in the comments. But I'm saying it was a good movie. For me, Batman fan, again, I had everything that I love. I love seeing the variation of all the characters that his robes gallery. Uh, when Clayface was exposed, <laughs> I thought Batman went dark. He knew something was going on. He was putting the clues together and figured it out because that's what the greatest detective does. Standards! <laughs> so I was okay with them saying, okay, bam, we got Superman. How'd that happen? Mm -hmm. 
you guys knew each other. Like I said, Hush said, I had money. These guys aren't first time criminals. They rob banks. They go to jail. I'll never tell you where my stash is. And I'm not even in jail. I'm in Arkham. I'll break out of there next weekend. They literally set their schedules like, I'm going this weekend to get Batman hell. All right, well, you know, tell them I said, what's up? Because, you know, Arkham, you don't go to jail. Blackgate, probably even worse. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, you're getting out. That's the point. So he said it wasn't hard to learn where the pitch was. He went to the pitch, juiced up, because he explained it. He had cancer. He had a brain cancer. So, you know, he tried everything and nothing worked. He even used Bruce Wayne's friend, supposed to have been the best surgeon and he was one of the great surgeons because after what he did to bring Bruce Wayne back or Batman back uh yeah he should have been alive so know that he went to the extent of he could possibly go found this pit tried it out cured the cancer he wasn't expecting to get to know who Batman was and he's seen laid back in the shadows and just started watching everything. You seen when he found out about Catwoman, they showed that. It was like, oh, this is this is good. <laughs> this is good. So he's always kind of been in the shadows paying attention. He know where to go. He knows who Batman is, so he knows where to hang out. I mean, I just didn't like he shot Batman <laughs> from swinging. That was just a love. That was messed up. You know, you think you Spider-Man. Spider-Man be swinging through New York. Like, all good, right? Yeah, Mary Jane. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm Mary Jane. <laughs> and then next thing you know, Venom comes out of nowhere. What's up, Spider-Man? I'm about to kick your ass. It's like, come on, man. That I mean, sucks. It's, it's happened before. It's happened a lot because Spider-Man can't sense Venom. It's just like, damn, bitch, what's up? All that shit you were talking? Spider-Man, like, I ain't say shit. <laughs> angry comments. The Venom is an angry commenter. <laughs> in the comments. I heard you was talking so, shit. Yeah, I heard you say this is the best podcast ever. Wait, what's up now? I was like, okay, dude. We might not be in your top five, but we're in your top three, though. What? We're going to pretend that that made sense. <laughs> what? We're not. <laughs> We're not going to make sense. Comic books. That rainbow, y'all, and a tesseract. <laughs> Those who can't see my audio listeners, I made a rainbow sign with my hand and a tesseract sign with my hand. Because I love them, Spider. I don't hmm? know what's going on with you. What's going on with me is that I don't, I don't speak visually with my hands, so I don't have to explain what I'm doing to the audio listeners. So the movie was incredible. So I, I love the Rogues Gallery. Anytime you see Harley Quinn as a win. Um, what else? Not Another issue. Another great. issue that I had. Oh, now- this guy. <laughs> so... Can we get can we get hello back? Hello back, we have a survivor. <laughs> no, it's not it's not a real issue. I'm making a joke. Not a real issue. But 
for anyone who's watched any type of animated Batman property, uh, and they are familiar with the voice actors, you know that Tara oh Strong, <laughs> Tara Strong, is the original voice of Harley Quinn from Batman the Animated Series. Tara Strong was not the voice of Harley Quinn in Batman Hush, but she was was credited as voicing a reporter in Batman Hush. I would have just liked for her to come back as Harley Quinn. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The contribution that was brought to the movie was incredible. By the way, since you brought that up, Mm -hmm. I have been requested to ask you, sir. Yes. To review Harley Quinn, the animated series. Okay. I have watched both seasons of uh, HBO's Harley Quinn. As have I. And if you have not, world, you need to go ahead and make that a part of your priority list because it is animation done right. It is storytelling done right. It is your favorite characters. It is not for the kids. It is for those who grew up loving our beloved DC heroes. And yes, Aquaman's in there, and it's funny as hell. <laughs> you know that guy fucks fish, right? <laughs> How did that become the running joke out of the entire like DC ooh, universe? Ooh, we're frozen. Both... Wait, wait. God damn it! In both DC and <sighs> the animated, <laughs> animated universe know, and the cinematic. Pretty bad. Huh? Wait, what? What's that? What I was asking. I've been coming in from Everest. <laughs> you know what? Let's go ahead and wrap this podcast Hi up. So, thank you for joining Man. us this week. <laughs> no, what I was I'm saying was, what I was saying was, how did that become the running joke about Aquaman in both the animated universe and the cinematic universe? It's just like now, this is a whole running gag that Aquaman. Listen. If it wasn't for Jason Momoa, we wouldn't even be talking about Aquaman. Let's just go ahead and keep that 100. But I mean, every other iteration of Aquaman. We would still be talking about Aquaman, but it would not be anything positive. Yeah, well, I won't say that. The one that they did in the animated series is uh, was pretty good. Oh, when he had sorry. a hook for a hand? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, he awesome episode the way he lost his hand. He was actually Agreed. trying to save his star. I agree. Yeah, so... Um, and again, you can't be scared to go there because, uh, and then you deal with how the change come from that point because he had a hook hand and then he had a projectile hook upgrading Atlantis, the the other Wakanda. <laughs> yes, Atlantis in both iterations. It's technological under the sea world. Okay, in in that sense. Okay. I didn't I didn't I didn't re- I didn't realize the connection that you were making between Atlantis and Wakanda. Make them connections, baby. But at no. the at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves the fable question that we ask about every property on this podcast. Batman Hush. It's by all means super. If your standards as in in the 
atmosphere, in the stratosphere, in the constellations. If your standards are earthly and a little more grounded, you know, to enjoy a good story and see some of your favorite characters and understand that this one's a little different. I mean, I'm not coming for you, bro. It sounds like you're coming for me. Because I never said I didn't like the movie. In my opinion, I also agree that the movie was super. I was going to come for you. <laughs> it's super. It's beyond super. I would, I would hope. Here's what I didn't like. Since, since you got to, you know, let's be honest. Here's what I didn't like before you let the people go. Mm-hmm. I wish it wasn't who it is. I wish it was a totally different character. Because I, I feel like the big reveal at the end was kind of disappointing to me. Um, and I understand that after they did that, they kind of took that character in a different direction and he had those things. And again, it's about what happens afterwards. And I understood that part too, but I was so invested in the fact that this guy was a challenge for Batman, that he knew who Bruce Wayne was and Batman was and how how Bruce tried to have a normal life. There were so many different storylines that played into this story that it was uh, so interesting to watch. The dynamic and the relationship between him and Catwoman, you see him, they've been playing around with the idea for so long, and guess what? We on this rooftop, baby, and you about to get, and then they took it to a relationship and tried to make it work. He entered, and he listened to his, his protege, his sun-like figure. He's like, if you're going to be real with her, you have to tell her the truth. And, you know, in superhero worlds, to tell somebody that you're dating that I dress up like a bat and fight crime at night, I don't know how many of y'all really think that's going to work out for y'all. If you have a supportive spouse and they, they're okay with it, by all means, please be careful. Uh, do not do anything that's going to jeopardize your lives. That's what police is for. We do not condone vigilanteing at all. That is not super. But if you're going to tell somebody that I dress up and fight crime at night, I'm, I'm pretty sure two things are going to happen. You're going to be lonely <laughs> or you're going to have a partner that dresses up with you and say, okay, let's go. And that's how we got LARPers in Hawkeye. But I digress. You get Catwoman and Batman becoming a duel and kicking Major Butt in the city. But they also show the differences between him and her. She's always been, I'm going to kill this guy. I'm going to kill him. And Batman kind of pulls her back like they do many times say I don't kill I don't kill there has to be a chance for a person to come back and that's what makes Batman such a compelling character because he believes that they hinted at that in, in the Joker reveal he's like I want you to break your code but I want you to break it for something that I did I didn't do this which made Batman understand and here's what's funny because the missus watched it with me Batman was so engulfed in anger when he saw his friend get murdered that she said, you didn't even pay attention to the gun, which had a flag in it, which said, bang. Like, it was a prop gun. But you just saw your friend murdered, and you saw the Joker, you know what he's capable of, and 
psychological warfare. We almost lost Batman to that side. And then there was a time lapse because he needed he needed some time for that. Because it was already alluded at that we were friends. And I've been Batman and I haven't been the best for a good friend for you. And we were, you know, my parents died. We were there for each other. Your parents died. We we were friends. And that's what they alluded to in the in the fact that your close friend was killed, and you know this guy. <laughs> He'll kill people at the drop of a hat and laugh about it. <laughs> no, that was a joke of life. Okay, mine's not as good as yours, Spider, but you follow me. He went not crazy. Uh, yes, yeah, with you. It was kind of good. He went crazy, <laughs> and uh, we almost lost Batman. And then you see that this guy is taking Batman to the brinks, physically because he hurt him already, so he's already at a disadvantage while he's healing. He heals like a normal man. Psychologically, playing to and emotionally, because he's taking his friends and he, uh, he told them when he did his reveal, he made Batman look like a chump. He's punching mirrors. It's like, that was the whole purpose of that. Like, I'll come to you when I'm ready. Batman is out of control. He doesn't know who this guy is. He doesn't know where he's coming from. He's fearful. He calls up Selena and asks her to leave town. This is, this is Batman saying, this guy is serious. This guy can hurt me. And uh, she's like, no. Because, you know, we had did it on the roof that one time. And I like that. So I, w I want some more of that rooftop action. Um, so she stays. And they see how far it can go. And, like he delivered, he snatched it up. <laughs> so, again, you have somebody that's pushing Batman all the way to the limits. And then, come to find out as well as old homies. Just because he went and took a bath in the Lazarus pit. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> What this pit do? God damn! Can I get? Can I get it bottled? Can I get it? Can I get it in a cup? Mm. Not froze. Okay, I thought we were froze. Um. So overall, to me, it was a story that went in a different direction. I liked it. Is there some things that could have been explained better? Of course. Is there some things that I would have uh, changed? No, because I liked it. I, I thought it was a very cohesive piece of work. I think they have the potential of going. I love the anywhere else they want to go with it. I love the fact that they threw a lot of villains in there that wasn't uh, storyline driven, but it was good to see them. Um, and that works for me because my standards are very low, apparently. Oh my God! <laughs> so super i suggest anybody to go and see batman hush uh if you know you want to see it at this point because spider done spoiled the shit and i'll probably sprinkle some spoilers in there too sorry i tried not to but i did give a warning and say i more than likely will but we enjoy having y'all we hope y'all enjoy having us if you are interested in more of this creative thought process and Insanity that Spider's always talking about. 
I'm the grounded one. Clearly, I'm the grounded Clearly, one. Clearly, you're the grounded one. But yeah, if you want to hear more of us, like the video, comment below, subscribe to the channel, use the bell Share so it with you your can. Friends. Be like, yeah, you heard these guys? Listen to this guy. They're long winded, so you might want to put it on while you're at work. Yeah, so. Or in the bathroom. But yeah, man. <laughs> he, he's grounded. Podcast where you can. I'm grounded. <laughs> Earth-based hero. Just your friendly neighborhood, Mr. VIP, man. Oh, that's your thing. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, I got to get a different thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Put, now you're frozen. Put the comments by the thing. Now, now I'm frozen? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why two hands? I didn't want to waste the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But if you enjoyed this again, like the video, comment below, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell so you can be notified when a new video goes up. Next week, we will be back. We'll be talking about Captain Marvel. Uh, March is Women's History Month, so we're going to end the month with one of the greatest female superheroes in the MCU, Captain Marvel. Talk about the movie one of the greatest one of the greatest one of the greatest is she super super? that's the question that we're going to ask next but until then we'll see you all thanks goodbye everyone